0: And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. We have four games left in the Ivy League regular season. We're going to get into all that today. Go check me out at TomBartonSports.com. TomBartonSports over on Twitter. TomBartonSports at gmail.com is how you can get in touch with me. And TomBartonSports over on YouTube. I can use the YouTube likes as well as subscribers on there as well. Guys, that's it. Look, we have four games left in the regular season. It's coming down to the nitty-gritty. It looks like it's going to be a one-bid league here this year, getting into the field of 64 or 68, whatever we're going to call it, right? Getting into the uh, tournament, it's going to be a one-bid, once again, a one-big league. There a couple of years there that I thought that they could be more than one, but we are going to get into a lot of basketball today. I want to give a congratulations to Harvard. Um, look, it was a valiant effort. It was a, a good situation to get to the finals. I, I, I can't stand the way that the Bean Pond ended. I just can't. Uh, you you can sit back and, and, you know, tell me that, well, you know, this is just the way that it is, and this is, uh you know, how life is. And I, I get it all. I get it. I get it. It's life. I have to live with it, right? I mean, I have to live with life just being like that. I get it. I just can't stand it. You know, I just can't stand that the Beanpot ended in a shootout. College hockey for me is the same thing with professional hockey. It's not a difference where I just don't like shootouts. I never have. You know, for a while there, I actually turned away from the NBA. Why? Because I just don't like shootouts. I never have. Regular season games should not end in three-on-threes. Regular season games should not end in shootouts. Postseason games shouldn't end in shootouts. No, no game should end in shootouts. It was a brutal ending, a terrible way. Uh, you know, it's the first time Harvard ever played Northeastern in the championship and it ends in a shootout. Oh, I mean, ugh. Oh, ah, oh, that just hurts. That just hurts. And it, look, Devin Levi was great for Northeastern. Say all you want. Y'all, Yo, Levi wins the, the bean pot. He was absolutely phenomenal you know, all year long, great in the shootout. Oh, that's awesome. But look, let's be honest. In the shootout, he stopped a guy that had scored two goals on him earlier. I mean, you know, Harvard got, they got robbed. They got robbed. I mean, I'm just gonna say, they they got robbed. It's a garbage rule. It's a terrible situation. Now we turn our attention to to basketball. Oh, Oh, that bothered me. Uh, it bothered me. And let's pile on Harvard, shall we? Because we'll pile on Harvard on Saturday. Harvard loses to Penn at home in Cambridge, 80-72. to 72, Dropping them at the time to 12-12 and 12 overall, 3-7 and seven in the Ivies. Harvard, uh, just disappointed all year. I mean, they showed glimpses. Now they've lost four in a row. They've lost five of six. Their defense gave up 80 against Penn and 83 against Penn in two games. Their offense scored 57 against Yale, 59 against Dartmouth, 54 the game before that. I mean, nothing worked right this year for Harvard. Dingle going out there for Penn, 25 points, leading the way again. They are six and four in the Ivies, and they look good. I mean, a lot of this was the case of Harvard looking bad, but we got we gotta give Penn the credit going into Cambridge and winning this game. Dartmouth beat Princeton. Princeton had everything in front of them. Princeton was the team that we all just basically had come to the conclusion that they were the class of the Ivies. When you started to see people put together a bracketology, Princeton was all over it. And Dartmouth, all year long, I told you Dartmouth and Brown are both two very, very, very dangerous teams. Dartmouth flexes their muscles in Hanover. They put up 48 points in the second half. 48 points. Alicom, 25 points leading the way, 83-76. They played Princeton style. Let's shoot it. Let's run up and down the court. And they beat Princeton in Princeton style, pulling them to five and five. Yale destroyed Columbia in a game that uh, the linesmaker set this at almost 20. And it was a joke that it was 20. It should have been 30. And that's what they won by, 31 points. 99-68. Columbia is absolutely spiraling downhill. I, I talked about... Uh, uh, on, on one of my sports betting shows, I said, look, in formula for me, I have just been racking it up. It's just been back against Columbia every single game. I, I mean, they, they haven't been close, guys. Columbia hasn't been close. Yale put up 58 points in the second half. 58 points in the second half. Columbia scored 66 the entire game, guys. 68 the entire game. Columbia has now given up. Well, uh, Columbia has lost uh, by 31 to Yale. They lost by 22 to Princeton in a game that actually wasn't that close. Nine to Penn, that was a miracle, right? 12 to Dartmouth, 12 to Brown, 17 to Cornell in a game that wasn't that close, 22 to Harvard, 29 to Penn. I, I mean, they, 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 they're, they're not losing, they're getting absolutely smoked. A good game by Yale, threatening 100, now uh, uh 22 and seven in that one. And Brown does what Brown continues to do. I told you Brown was dangerous. Brown beats Cornell 80-66. to 66. They hold Cornell to 24 first-half points. They had a 42-24 first-half lead. Brown is dangerous. Cornell is spiraling downhill. 6-4 for Brown right now. 5-5 five and five for Cornell. And things have fallen off since that just Princeton game where... It was nip and tuck, and we all didn't know which way it was going to go. Cornell has looked absolutely horrible. Cornell and Harvard, in different respects and in different times, but Cornell and Harvard hit that wall. Boom! Face first. And I don't know if either one of them can recover here, guys. I mean, I really don't. I'm looking at both of them and going, nothing is working. I mean, we knew Cornell's defense was going to be a question mark. We knew Cornell's defense was going to be a problem all year long, but now their offense can't get it working, and it's the same thing with Harvard. We assumed Harvard's offense was going to struggle a little bit, but defensively, they'd be fine. they give up 80. Cornell and Harvard hit the wall running absolutely nightmarish ways that their season have progressed, And, and, and now we have four games left and it looks real tough for both of these teams. Cornell now goes home, and they've been great at home, but they now go home. They take on a tough Dartmouth team. Both of these teams are 5-5 five and five in the Ivies, right? So just give you an idea, going into this weekend, right, the Ivy standings, Princeton 7-3, Brown seven, seven and Penn and are— Yale and Princeton 7-3, Brown and Penn are 6-4, uh, and Dartmouth and Cornell are five and five. Harvard's three and seven. Columbia's uh, one and nine. So Harvard can't really get back. Look, uh, Harvard can't get back into this. Day. With four games left, you know, even if they win all four, that'd be seven and seven. I, I mean, uh, Harvard's pretty much done. Columbia's pretty much done, okay? Princeton and Yale would need an utter collapse. So Brown, Penn have the one-game advantage on Cornell and Dartmouth. It's anyone's game, right? It's anyone's game for those last two spots to get into this playoff here between those four teams. Two of the four are not going to make it. Cornell is at home in a what I consider a must-win game. You've got to win this game. Now, Dartmouth is dangerous. We've talked about that. Cornell's got to bring it. Cornell's offense is out of sync. Cornell's defense is always out of sync. Dartmouth is coming off of a huge win. This would be a massive statement if Dartmouth could go into Ithaca and win this game in Cornell. Th- this would be a massive statement on Friday. The other game, we have Penn hosting Yale. Now, if Penn wins this game, all of a sudden, Penn is now tied with Yale at seven and four in the Ivies. This is almost a a, a must-win game here for Yale if you want to stay into that number one or number two seed and fight for number one. You let Penn right back into this thing. Not only do you lose number one, you have the potential of not making it. So this is a big swing game as well. Princeton takes on Brown, the ever-so-dangerous Brown. Princeton coming off of a, a rough weekend. Can they recover? Well, they're back at home. They're back in New Jersey. Can they recover? Or is Brown going to tie it at 7-4? and four? I mean, we can legitimately, at the end of Friday night, we can have a four-way Ivy League tie for first place at 7-4. If Penn beats Yale at home, if Brown goes on the road and beats Princeton, they can legitimately be 7-4 and four and 7-4. and four. I, this is great. And then you have Harvard against Columbia. I Look, I think, as bad as Harvard's been, I think Harvard humiliates Columbia here, okay? I think they take out a lot of frustrations. I think Harvard uh, goes absolutely nuts in this game. I, I think Harvard crushes them. The spread, Vegas is probably gonna set the spread at like 15, you know? If it's anything less than like, like 12, I'll be all over it, right? I'll be driving to Vegas. But you, know, you look at this, and you go, Harvard should win, but they're not gonna get back into it, guys. They're not. I think Brown is dangerous, but Princeton's at home, okay? So you look at that and you go, yeah, you have to lean Princeton. But Brown is dangerous. Yale, I lean the road team, but, man, Penn is impressive. And I think you almost have to. I mean, you almost have to look at Cornell and get Cornell the win. I, over Dartmouth. You almost have to. Saturday, we go to Saturday, and a lot of things are going to depend, be depending on what happens the day before so Dartmouth gets a bounce back here's the thing with Dartmouth here's why they're so dangerous even if they lose they'll go to five and six on Friday night they can get back into it at six and six in the Ivy because they're gonna have Columbia so I think Columbia gets swept out again this weekend okay Dartmouth in a bounce back spot will eat well Dartmouth will either be in a spot where they're six and five and they're going okay we're back into this thing or they're trying to get back to 500. Dartmouth is in a good spot on Saturday Saturday Dartmouth against Columbia should be a a, a Dartmouth should really flex their muscles in that game Really should flex their muscles in that game. Cornell against Harvard. Cornell, again, a lot depends. Both of these teams, I just said it, they have both hit the, the wall, faced first in a lot of these spots. They have not looked good, but all can change with a good weekend here, and maybe all can change just on Saturday night between the two. Brown, Penn, 6-4, and 6-4 and four coming into the weekend. It'll depend on what they both look like. They could be in a good position. And Yale and Princeton, one of them can be looking at an 0 and 2 but one of them certainly will be go, could be looking at a 2 and 0 also. If Princeton or Yale sweep the weekend and they go 2 and 0 and the other team even if they go 1 and 1, what a commanding lead it is going into the final week of the season. And what a commanding lead we could be looking at going into the final week. We only have 4 games to go guys, but those 4 games could get real interesting real fast. All right guys, it's going to do it for me. Enjoy the weekend. Oh, boy. We are going to have lots to talk about next week. This is a statement weekend. I know every weekend is like name something. Well, this is I'm naming it statement weekend for just about everybody except for Columbia. I, I, I want to see how these teams are going to respond. We have a dogfight. It might be a one-bid conference, but it's a fun conference to get there. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe.